think about this, right? From the time we were young, we've been told all these different things about who we are, what we're supposed to do, how we're supposed to do it, who we're supposed to believe in, how we're supposed to believe in them. And then we get to this point in our lives and they say, well, you know, who are you? Who do you think you are? It's like shit, do we even really know? Sunday ladies I hope that you're doing well I hope that your journeys are going well well today I just wanted to come in real quick and kind of have a conversation about who do you think you are right so the reason why I want to talk about this is because truthfully a part of this whole self-love journey is breaking down all the beliefs and everything we've ever been told about ourselves think about it I don't know about you, but I didn't know I was ugly, fat, poor, or any of those things. I had a big nose and had a big booty. Or I didn't know any of those things that someone told me. Think about this, right? From the time we were young, we've been told all these different things about who we are, what we're supposed to do, how we're supposed to do it, who we're supposed to believe in, how we're supposed to believe in them. And then we get to this point in our lives and they say, well, you know, who are you? Who do you think you are? It's like, shit, do we even really know who we are? And I'm not talking about the, the walls that we've built up. I'm not talking about the defense mechanisms that we've built as a result of the things we've been told about ourselves. So then it creates this outer being, right? This person that people see when, when um, they encounter you, um, the, the representative, some people like to call that, right? I'm not talking about that person. I'm talking about when you break down the walls and your representative is, is no longer in front of you, who are you really? What do you really love? Who do you really love? Is everything that you do think and feel today about something you were told, whether it's truly something that you feel. And that's what self-love is really about, is breaking down and getting away from all of that and really getting in tune with you, who you are, how you feel. And it's not really based off of your, your words, right? I always tell people all the time, there are so many people around here that say one thing and, and do another right words words are not it and it's not even really action it's emotion how do you feel what, what do you feel when you you walk into a room um and, and greet people what do you feel when you're you're parenting your children what do you feel when you're with your significant other how do you feel when you're alone and there's no one else around right what do you what do you what do you feel most of us, and I'm telling you, anything like me, didn't have a dang on clue. Had no idea. I used to have inklings about myself growing up, right? There, there would be things that would happen that I really couldn't explain or I wouldn't explain, right? Because one of the things that I used to hear about myself is like, oh, you know, she likes attention or, you know, um, likes to be the center of the room. Meanwhile, the honest, true feeling in my inside was 
I didn't like that at all. I didn't feel secure in myself to even want to be the center of attention. I thought I was ugly. You know what I mean? I thought my body was messed up. I didn't have great feeling about myself coming up. A lot of people thought that I did. And that's because of my wall and I would let my ego lead. Right. So my, my true soul of who I was was always in the back, but I would let that ego come out in the front because it was like, yo, you're not going to keep saying whatever you want to say to me or do what you want to do to me to continue to hurt me. I already feel hurt enough. I already feel enough rejection. I feel I already feel enough pain. So I'm going to put this wall up. I'm going to fight whomever. I'm going to go off on whomever. I'm going to do whatever, you know, it is due to keep people at bay so they don't really, so my feelings don't get hurt anymore. That's truly what that was, right? But it was like coming into this journey, it was like, damn, you know, like I really don't know truthfully what I really love or what I really like. I don't really truly even know me, you know? So it was really about breaking down everything and just sitting um, by myself, you know, just being alone and really getting to understand the true me. You know, and then I got to understand a little bit of why those experiences were happening, um, happening to me. I'll give you two examples of what I mean when I say that. I remember I was about a teenager, like 14 or 15. And at that time, I was really just wild. I was wild, right? I was just, what some parents would say, just bad as hell. Um, and I was just like, you know, just hell bent on being rebellious for a lot of different reasons. Um, mainly that was my defense mechanism, right? So I remember my father used to go to this church, um, Faith Fellowship, and it was in South Plainfield. And we went to the church and I'm sitting there and I'm listening. And you remember, I'm a rebellious teen. Like I just didn't really care about a lot. I was raised in the church, but you know, I was like, I went. But in the midst, I will never forget, in the midst of listening to the sermon, there was something about something the pastor was saying. And he was just like, if you feel like the need to come to the altar to like get saved or whatever you know come up and i couldn't even tell you at 14 when i was i'll tell you about 15 the feeling that was inside of me it was flooded i don't know i didn't i can't even really describe it too much to the day what it was but i always felt like all along um the the root of my life there was always somebody there saving me and pushing me and i couldn't describe it but i had to like get up out of my seat and go up there like, I can't even, I was a teenager. Teenagers really wasn't, you know, are not into that, right? I had to, and it wasn't about, as a matter of fact, I was scared to do it because my parents were there. I didn't really want them to see me do too much of anything. I just wasn't feeling them back then when I was a teenager. So I couldn't explain why I felt the need to do it or just do it, but I did. And I remember going up and doing it and, um, you know, being touched by the pastor or whatever and then coming back. And, and, you know, we left and we get in the car and my father was saying something and then he started to pray. And instantly I went back in my shell. It was like, all right, I didn't want to experience that thing with you. I don't even know why I went up there. You know what I mean? I just felt that urge to do it, but I don't want to make this a big deal. Cause yet again, you know, I don't want to be the center of attention. Right. You see, like, it's, it's, it's like all these things. And, um, the next experience, which was a huge one, I was grown. I was in a hotel room with my ex. And I just remember being in the room and hearing this noise. I couldn't like, I was just like, you know, what is that? Do you hear it? And he was like, no, I don't hear anything, you know? And I'm just like, I hear somebody. So I looked at the little pee hole and I don't see anybody, but I can hear somebody. And I know he's like looking at me like, this girl is crazy, but I'm like, I could hear somebody like faintly saying help. And then I let it go for a minute and then I heard it again. And I just, something just said, open the door. I opened the door and there was this lady 
and we'll never forget her laying down in front of the door i mean blood everywhere she had slit her wrist she was trying to commit suicide so i screamed to him like called you know not only call him to get help and i grabbed some towels out the room just not thinking anything just not wrap her arms up and um i just remember looking into her eyes she had the most deep beautiful blue eyes i had ever seen in my life it was almost like her eyes could like take you away right and i just i'm, I'm like wrapping her arms up and, and and she's looking and she's like you know she said to me she was like i don't want to die and i was like you're not and i was like you know just pouring into her some of the things i said to her i can i can promise you i don't even remember what i said but i just remembered like telling her like you know i love you and you know you you're gonna live and you're gonna be okay and don't ever do this again you're beautiful like i can see your soul and i know that you are just beautiful and i'm telling her all these things right meanwhile you know it's a lot of scrambling coming the people from the help the desk you know downstairs come up and and i'm like he's trying to he's trying to talk but i'm not like i'm just like just call the the, the ambulance like you know what i mean like just be quiet you know they were worried about all the blood i wasn't worried about the blood for whatever reason i knew i was protected weird right and i was just more fixating on her letting her know that i'm here for you and i have you and i got you and um then the the ambulance people came and she was like can you go with me and i, and I was just telling her like no I, I couldn't go with her and i was asking the guy his name and he told me its name and i was just like you're gonna go with him and he's gonna take care of you and you're gonna be fine you're gonna live just remember that i love you just remember that you're beautiful and having that experience after it was over said and done you know we went back into the room or whatever and I just remember like knowing that something was just off about having that like how is it that I was there at that time to be able to to even know to do the things that I did right it was just having these I've always had these kind of life experiences like that where you know I was there and put in these places and these spaces to do certain things, but I would never talk about it because it was just like, you know, you gotta be humble and you know, you don't talk about those things. And I'm just like, those, yeah, you should talk about, those things are beautiful. Th those things save me, right? Like by doing that, by walking up to, the, I mean, that's what I believe, right? Those things were little, the little nuggets in my life that saved me along the way. Cause there was times that I wanted to give up. There was times that I wanted to quit. There was times, cause I just, couldn't figure out what the hell was I always thought something was wrong with me right but then I would have those beautiful moments that that was kind of there to let me know no you're on your path you know this is this is what you're here for you're here for these little things right and um it was just I could never put my finger on it you know and it wasn't until I got into me so just to bring it back it wasn't until I got into breaking down the beliefs of everything everybody had ever told me and getting away from that and getting away from people saying oh you need to be humble okay let me let's talk about that for a second if a person is leading with ego and all their everything they are is just ego and uh, uh, right yeah maybe they need to be humble a little bit. but if you're leading with your soul and you're leading with your spirit and you're leading with love what are you talking about humble no give yourself away Tell these stories so that people can understand this. There's a little girl somewhere like think, having some experiences and don't really understand and don't really know. Baby girl, it's okay. You know what I mean? You're on your path. Just got to get away from listening to everybody else and, and, and break down everything that someone someone told you. It's because, because of my ugly truth that somebody else 
may be a little bit better today. They may hear the story of the, the, well, the bad girl who was not known for anything really other than, you know, being loud and boisterous and, you know, was a teenage mom on welfare who, you know, spent more time trying to be hood and ghetto, you know, and, 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 and then went from doing all of that to, you know, getting locked up, to going to the military, to changing her life around, to being able to speak to you today the way that I am, to have the job, a 20, 21 and a half career um, in, a, in the telecom industry, being a, being a manager, it's because of my ugly truth that maybe if I speak it and, 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 and maybe if you speak it and you tell somebody, hey, listen, if, if all of this, if all of that can happen to me and I could be here today, you can too. And it was all okay. But today, now that you know um, a little bit better, you got to break down all that stuff that anybody ever told you. Really get in tune with you. Start to spend time alone. Meditate. I really started to really come into who I was, you know, and, and listening to more of my inner self when I started meditating and really just spending time alone and not 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 taking my not spending so much time around everybody else and getting everybody else's energy and everybody else's opinion. No, sometimes you have to come within. There is going to be a time and you'll know when you, you need to talk to someone else, right? You need to gain a different perspective. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about really coming to know who you are. And so when people say, who do you think you are? I can stand up and say, I'm love. I'm light. I am, I am a changed, healed, loving, and beautiful soul. That is something I wouldn't have said to any of you yesterday. I would have been afraid to say it. It makes me emotional because there are so many girls, so many women walking around today stifled and they won't speak their truth because they're so afraid of what someone else will say to them and, or make them feel like, you know, you're not supposed to. That's braggadocious. No, it's not. It's healing. It's strength. It's vulnerability. It's beauty. Speak your truth more. If I can't, if, if, if you take nothing else away from this video today, speak your truth so that these young girls don't grow up feeling how we feel. You know, I mean, that's what it's really about. Coming into you, coming into knowing you, coming into loving you, coming into understanding that journey had to be the way it was so that you can come out on the other side. And there's so many people that don't. We are the blessed ones. We are the whatever you call the lucky ones, right? That happen to make it on the other side. There's so many that don't. So if your story can heal, if your story can save, please share it. I thank you for listening today. I love you. I am here for you anytime you want to reach out and talk. And I'm sorry, it's a little bit longer than usual, but I really want you guys to understand that everything about you is beauty. Everything about you is love, the core of who you are, but you got to break down what everybody else has told you. You got to get away from that, get into you, learn you, love you, and then share you it's because your story may just save somebody else. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your Sunday. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.